and we right back. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Ty. So I saw this story on Twitter that, man, it just had me saying, omo, omo, omo. And so I thought it would be good to bring back the episode of Omo times 5,000. So here's the story. I hope y'all learn some lessons from this because, damn, here we go. I'm A.B., a 33-year-old man from a family of seven, parents and five siblings, two girls and three boys. I'm the eldest. I'm very shy, reserved, and antisocial. I don't have friends, not a single one. Apart from a few buddies I used to play with in my street when I was much younger, that we're still talking till now. When I say I'm antisocial, I'm talking about being antisocial and even antisocial media. I dedicate so much time to my work that I can go on for days without remembering to check my social media feeds. I wasn't from a rich home. We worked a lot before we ate. My parents worked very hard while I was growing up, be it in the farm or in their endeavors. These guys worked extremely hard to make sure they raised us up as comfortably as they could, sending us to the best average schools and all. My parents have the best and happiest marriage I have ever seen till date. I am 33. I have never in my life seen those people quarrel before and not to talk of being verbal with each other. Never. My dad married very late. He said he didn't want to get married and raise a family he couldn't financially support. He married my mom when he was 49 and she was 20. I graduated at 22 from one of the federal universities in the southwestern parts of Nigeria. Started working at the age of 23. An old pal my dad used to work with as a cleaner when he was younger linked me to a job. At 25, I was doing very okay, to the extent I was the one in charge of my younger siblings' education. Everything inclusive, rent, allowance, and all. I am not really a woman's man. Don't get me wrong, I love women. I am always admiring them, but it was always from afar. I didn't or don't really like the idea of me being in a relationship or getting married. Let me shock you. Well, all through my schooling years, I never had a girlfriend or been in a relationship. Though at the time, I had done some things. You understand me? One day, my mother called me to come to the village that weekend unfailingly. She wanted to see all of us. I went. In her words, A.B., I know you're still young, but you have to consider getting married. Look at your dad. He's 74, with no grandchildren. His age mates have grandchildren. Some even have great-grandchildren. He has always told me in our alone time he wishes to see even one grandchild before God calls him. You have all the resources to get married. Go and think about it. At least start something. Be in a relationship. Bring the girl. But this isn't pressure. So please, take your time as marriage is a forever stuff. I bought this. 
My mom was very right. My dad deserved it. My immediate younger sibling was my first sister. She was just 21 by then and still in university. There was no way she was having a kid by then, so it was a me and just me. But like my mom said, I took my time, wasn't in a rush at all. I met Elle. She was 21 and she was in school by then. Elle was the most loving, caring, determined, adventurous, you named it, woman I've met. We started dating after talking for some time. Everything was going on well and smoothly. And by 2016, at her POP from NYC, I proposed to her and she said yes. You could see the happiness and excitement in her face. I was the happiest boy on earth. She was 23 and I was 27. The idea of making a family with this rare human was so exciting. Damn. One year later, in 2017, we got married. She was pregnant with our first child already, though it wasn't showing. She was 24 and me, 26. My parents and family were very happy. This was a match made in heaven. As my mom will always say, my siblings will always remind me of how lucky I was to meet this kind of human being. My dad was the happiest because he was months away from meeting his first grandchild at 78. By 2019, we had our second child and every day was as if I was meeting this woman for the first time. Life was sweet. My family was the best on earth. Every day, I couldn't wait to just go home and meet my world, my family. My two boys loved me and I loved them like there was no tomorrow. Oh, before I forget, I took over from her parents. I sponsored my wife's education from when we met till when she was done. Put her two siblings on huge monthly allowances, though not too huge so they wouldn't get comfortable and start being too dependent. When she was done with school, I opened up her dream business for her. She was thriving. Till today, she's a multi-millionaire. 2020, the lockdown year, was a year I would make sure didn't happen if I had any superpowers. I started working from home. I had more time to spend with my three angels. I never suspected my wife of cheating. Matter of fact, the what if never even crossed my mind because me myself was cheating though. When the lockdown was eased, still working from home, we'll go on road trips, all of us including our boys. Long trips to different cities sometimes. Some days we'll lodge over, some days we'll go back home. I didn't like it but my wife was a big fan of it. So why not? As long as she was the one driving, I was good. This particular day in a particular city that was recommended by my wife told me how sweet and enjoyable the city was that she had seen some online reviews and her best friend even recommended it to her. After we made the boys go to bed in the hotel room, she was telling me about this particular shawarma joint she saw online which was just five minutes away from the hotel. So we decided to stroll over. We got it and the waiter, whatever you call them, served us, gave me a note. 
I just stuck it inside my trouser pocket, thinking it was a thank you note. We went back home the next day, and at home, I remember getting a note. I rushed over, brought out the trouser, and opened it. It said, I wouldn't do this normally, because I must be professional as I can, but please, make sure you use a condom. Thanks for the tip. I really appreciate. LOL. What's this? I asked myself. I wanted to tell my wife so that we could laugh about it, thinking maybe the guy thought I met her and we're about to go do one or two things in the hotel. And since I just tipped him, he decided to pay my good deed by giving me good health tips. But then I thought again, what if this was more than what I was thinking? Now I needed just more for myself to crack this up. I messaged a nobody on WhatsApp. He advised I go alone to the city. At the same time, meet the guy, sit him down, have some bottles, and ask him to tell me more. That there might be more to it than what it would look like. I heeded that advice. But when I reached there, that particular person wasn't there to be found. I didn't know his name. I described and described and described to his colleagues. No one could help. Now I went back home. With all these many fears and thoughts, I didn't even think that my wife was cheating on me. But then, I didn't want to just drop the case like that. I told myself, I will make some investigations myself. And what other way to investigate than checking her messages on social media? It was so hard for me. It was so hard because I had never ever thought a day will come where I need to go through my world's phone, looking to see if she was cheating on me. I checked a WhatsApp chat with her best friend. There was nothing to see. I kept checking. It wasn't a day something, as I needed time, so she wouldn't suspect and delete her chats. So I kept checking, and my biggest fear happened. I felt like I died, but I resurrected. I acted normally wanted to give myself some time before confronting my wife. After a week, I did. She has never seen me this suspicious or asking her anything as such since we met. So she confessed and told me everything except one. She told me about how the guy comes around and they have sex in our matrimonial bed. She told me other wonderful stories Guys, I swear, I died for some seconds. Never saw this coming, my friends. My wife, my flawless baby, loved by all, including my immediate and extended family. The woman my dad would always tell me is an esque of my mom. Damn. I asked her why she was doing this, and she said she didn't know. She started blaming the village people saying that it could be a curse and all. I asked her if I didn't satisfy her in bed. She said, I was every girl's dream man. And guys, I am really. Because I remember before meeting her, most of the girls I've done a thing with always come back for more. So what could it have been? I needed to know so I could fix it. The voice wasn't even on my mind. Because who could possibly replace her? Also, had a lot of time for my family. 
I worked less than eight hours a day, sometimes three or four. I had time for my family, a lot of it. So what could be the reason? I didn't get this answer, so I forgive my baby and promise not to ever make her remember her past in any way. We even had appointments with marriage counselors and everything was good again, I thought. My wife kept apologizing daily, telling me how I'm her life, the air she breathes and all. Telling me how she couldn't stay a second without me in her life. We were regaining our marriage back, slowly but steadily. All this, I have not told any of my family members. In fact, I have not told anyone apart from my childhood buddy I told earlier seeking advice. So I decided to keep it that way, not telling anybody. So nobody would look at my baby in a different way. This buddy I told earlier told me if I don't think about running a DNA test for my boys. At first I was reluctant because what's the need? They're mine. I'm 100% sure. But he kept insisting, so I bought it. I did the test for my first son. LOL. You guessed wrong. It came out. I wasn't a dad. LOL. I think at this point I was buried. I could literally remember eating my burial rice. LOL. I kept quiet. My wife was happy again. Guilt wasn't showing. I was getting my family back. So how am I going to tell her about this new discovery? What if she commits suicide? She said she'll die if it's not me. I did a test on my second son. There's some good news on this one. I was the <laughs> LOL. I wasn't the dad. He wasn't my son either. My world came to an end. How was I going to tell my dad? The man that thought he had seen his first set of grandchildren before reuniting with his maker. How was I going to tell my mom, my siblings, even my wife about this? I kept cool. My wife's birthday was in November. So November 2021, on her 27th birthday, my family had gone back to much of how we used to be. And we did an in-house birthday party. Just four of us. After everything, I gave her the test. LOL. She started crying. Cleaning my feet. Doing like she had gotten mad. I told her to stand up, sit down, and let's talk. She did. I asked her why. She said, maybe when she was cheating on me, she mistakenly took in. But twice? Impossible, yeah? Me too. But three different DNA tests on my two boys from three different hospitals in three different towns cannot lie. I had to travel to tell my family. I called everybody home that I wanted to do a family meeting. I told them and my father got hit the most, suffering a stroke from the shock. Everybody was devastated. Our flawless wife can't be. I came back home and my wife had packed out with our kids, dropping a note. We don't deserve you, baby. I don't want to talk about what I have been through since then, but I have healed a bit after almost a year. 
I lost my job though. They said I haven't been productive enough. I'm back home, running the business my pops was running from me back home. God bless us all. Thank you my friends for reading. Have a good night rest. And that ladies and gentlemen is the story. Damn. I, I don't have real thoughts on this. You guys let me know what you think in the comment section below. Damn son.